welcome to another episode of the Margin Max Minute. I'm Paul Ayers, and I'm so grateful that you joined me today. Before I get going, I'd like to take just a moment to again thank my editor, Nova Salvador. She does a great job making sure we bring you quality work so that you can utilize things to make an immediate impact this week at your career or in your life. Today, it's a really interesting concept. I want to talk about the Pygmalion effect. This is quite interesting, and it started in academia based on research by Rosenthal and Jacobson in about 1968. It's really interesting that when we expect certain behaviors, others are likely to act in ways that make the expected behavior more likely to occur. So the reason I think this is so profound is that what it says is expectations absolutely drive results. There was additional validating research done by Susan McLeod that noticed this Pygmalion effect can also impact entire departments. This is where the opportunity really is contained in this. I want you to remember a quick sentence that I've seen in various forms since entering engineering school and even the way my dad managed me when I was a kid. It is who is going to do what, by when, where, or how much with what expected result. This is absolutely important and it's a key part of it that we want to focus on today is the expected result. In other words, the expectation can drive the behavior. So I'm here to tell you that my experience for four decades plus in professional organizations, I think I've observed this to absolutely be a truism. The way departments actually create and kind of maintain performance norms based on expectations. The expectations come from both management and other workers in those particular departments. The point being over time, in my experience, where exemplary results were the expectation, those kind of results actually showed up. Where those expectations were relaxed, those expectations did not show up, which leads to another great man that I learned a lot from my old boss, Don Johnson, years ago. He said, you get exactly what you tolerate. It's absolutely a truism. So if we put out very good expectations, we get really good results. Essentially, aim low, get low, aim high, get high. The goal is to work on human behavior so we get some momentum going or a multiplier effect in the right direction. McLeod adds some really good tips. First, never forecast failure. Rather than forecast failure, move forward filling skill gaps or capacity gaps either in the individuals or the capability of the organization. It really makes a positive difference. Second, handle complaining immediately. Turn solutions to the same thing. Conversations that will address skill gaps, capacity shortfalls, and competencies that need to be added to handle whatever problems are presenting themselves for your organization. And the third one, in my view, no surprise here based on my experience, McLeod says, work very hard on establishing high expectations. Of course, this is so easy to say and so difficult to deliver in practice. So what can you do? One thing is we know about acknowledgements. I've had a podcast before on positive drop-ins. Have you executed that, by the way? 
If not, go back and look at that podcast and see if you can do that. This is one way to establish acknowledgements, which really help. But this isn't enough. This isn't what establishes these norms, although it will definitely contribute to better performance without any doubt in my mind. It's not the whole puzzle. We need to add more. The part that's missing that we often either do a poor job at or outright forget, I certainly have in my career, and that is discussing exactly what the details of the deliverable are. In doing this, we then convey the understanding of the expectation in more concrete terms. One way you can do this is think about the destination state or destination product of what you want to get done. This is one way to really discuss what the expectations are are. Certainly training modules, having examples of similar work is also a good idea. We could expand on that quite a lot. We just might in another podcast or a margin max minute. What I want to leave you with today is a really useful tip that I want you to just burn into your memory cells and use all the time. I want it to become something that flows out of every employee in every department as the standard for which deliverables are handled. And it is who is going to do what, by when, where, for how much, with what expected result. What's very important is to define the expected result in terms of measures that make sense and certainly try to align it with your existing measures because we're not trying to add more workload here. So with that, I'm going to leave that for you. I challenge you this week to just start using that phrase as issues come up that you need to solve and see where you take it and then really stick to it, answer those questions, and you're going to end up seeing your performance improve substantially. This doesn't matter if you have a 10-person company or you're at a 10,000-person company. Let's establish this in your culture so that we really control expectations. Aim high and get just fabulous results. This is the key. And you do it through this simple mechanism which is really a question back to your staff. I wish you the very best. I appreciate and I'm grateful for you working with me today. I'm going to continue my commitment to you to give you something actionable on a weekly basis that you can use to maximize your margins, optimize your team, and rescue your time. With that, I hope you have just the best week possible. Get after those PDIs. Think about stop loss. Make sure you're doing the recovery. If you haven't covered those, go back and check out those margin max minutes. Again, thank you. Have a great week. It's time to get to work.